Good morning, Boker Tov. Buenos dias. Sabah This is Shana Fold here with the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. I'm here in New York City, temporarily away from where I usually am broadcasting out of Tel Aviv. Today is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. Let's get to the news. A petition is being seen by Israel's High Court of Justice today. It was put forth by left-wing advocacy groups and the Merits Party. They're asking the court to remove the role of alternate prime minister, which was created for blue and white leader Benny Gantz. Gantz is set to take over after Netanyahu finishes his first two years as prime minister. The request is for a cancellation to the amendment to the basic law on the government. This is the law that made the role possible. Never in history has there been two prime ministers for one term. The groups argue that the role doesn't effectively rotate between Netanyahu and Gantz, and instead has made it a possibility to actually have two separate governments operating at the same time, and that because of this, there's no real progress being made. They say it's paralyzing Israel's parliamentary system. Advocacy groups argue that the amendment was passed via inappropriate use of Knesset authority, improper procedure, which means it must be annulled. Surely you recall that Sudan has announced it will normalize relations with Israel, pulling them off the U.S. blacklist of states that sponsor terrorism. Well, as part of their normalization deal that was just announced within the last days, Israel and Sudan are discussing a draft government proposal that would offer Sudanese asylum seekers in Israel the opportunity to go back to their home country. There are currently about 6,000 Sudanese in Israel, most of which come from conflict-affected areas. The crowding is so intense that asylum applications submitted since May of 2018 are still pending in Israel. The new proposal would offer them a grant of several thousand dollars, professional training, and a guarantee by the Sudanese government and the United Nations that they will be safe upon return. The plan is still in an early stage. If it does go through, it will likely start with just a small number of refugees. They say it is still very early to expect the refugees to be able to return to the fragile areas that they come from. Many refugees are happy about the idea of peace, but are suspicious of the deal, as it was made with military commanders who served under past dictator Omar al-Bashir. Many in Israel argue that through this deal, Bibi is only helping the dictatorship, and that the violence in Sudan won't actually stop. The times are changing, and there's a new coronavirus czar being appointed in town. Today, Tuesday, Prime Minister Netanyahu and Health Minister Yuli Edelstein announced that Professor Nachman Ash will be the new coronavirus czar when Professor Roni Gamzu steps down on Wednesday. Gamzu was previously under fire for his handling of reopening schools across the country. Ash has been a doctor with the IDF for 25 years and was previously the IDF Surgeon General. He is now a member of Ariel University's Health Management Department. The university is located in the West Bank. Ash also served as the Deputy Director General of the Israeli Health Ministry from 2012 to 2013. 
He was also the director of the Division of Medicine for Maccabi Healthcare Services until August. Maccabi is one of the sectors of socialized healthcare that operate in Israel. He says he plans to draw from his experiences to help him curb the spread of the coronavirus in Israel's second wave. He assumes the position tomorrow in order to have a little overlap with Gamzu so that Gamzu can guide him into the role. A Hadassah Hospital branch may be opening up in Dubai. Hadassah Medical Organization Director General Professor Ze'ev Rothstein made a trip to the city in the United Arab Emirates and while there received an offer to bring the facility there. He says he's thrilled that the name of Hadassah has reached the UAE and that they want to bring it. He said, I could have never even dreamed of such a thing, and I pinch myself to check that it's real. They want to take Hadassah, build new homes, a series of buildings, and new equipment for our staff in Dubai. He said, although talks are in the early stages, 1,000 Hadassah doctors are expected to move to Dubai if the deal goes through. Hadassah Hospital has been seeking funds from the government to fill in their recent gaps in funding, and many speculate that Rothstein may be using this offer as a way to leverage more money from the government. He says the Treasury needs to decide if it's interested in the continued existence of Hadassah as a leading hospital in Israel or not. If not, then we need to look for alternatives. My hope is that Hadassah stays in Jerusalem and that we won't need to go elsewhere. Sounds a little threatening. The daughter of Lebanon's president, Michael Aoun, is making a splash in the country's media and all over Twitter. Claudine Aoun says peace with Israel is possible, but only if border disputes and a resolution for issues of Palestinian territories are resolved. What do you guys think? Is that easy? Can it be done? Lebanon and Israel have a difficult and violent past. The countries are still technically at war, but just recently, on October 14th, Israel had historic talks with Lebanon regarding a maritime border dispute. It was the first sit-down talk in 30 years. Though both countries downplayed the meeting, many say it could be the beginning of a new era. Claudine says she wants to solve outstanding border issues, secure a new defense strategy for the country, and resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. She tweeted out in Arabic that, quote, Once these problems are solved, I would not object to the prospect of a peace agreement between the Lebanese state and Israel. She even said she hopes to make a visit to Jerusalem in the future. Well, the next meeting is scheduled for October 28th, so that's tomorrow. That will be another meeting between Israel and Lebanon regarding maritime border issues. And finally, you know I love archaeological stories. A 1,700-year-old stone inscribed with the name Kfar Nafa in Greek has been uncovered in an archaeological excavation by the Israel Antiquities Authority in the Golan Heights near the Nafa Army Base. Through this discovery, researchers were happy to find that Nafa has been the name of this site for nearly 2,000 years. Around 300 CE, these kind of stones were placed to mark the boundaries of villages for the purpose of collecting taxes under the reign of the Roman emperor Diocletian. This is the first boundary stone in the center of the Golan Heights that is inscribed with the name of a place that has been preserved until this day. So cool. It's the same name from almost 2,000 years ago. Though there haven't been continued settlements there, it is still so cool to find out that there was once a settlement and there is a settlement today and it's named the same exact thing. All right. 
Well, that's it for today's news. Today is Tuesday, October 27th. Last night's Sunset Series was a huge success, and if you want to see it, you can find the live on my Facebook page from yesterday. We learned about the diaspora contribution to Israeli statehood. It was so fascinating to learn how so many people from outside of Israel signed themselves up to get on a flight to Israel and help them create the country. Many of these people boarded planes the same day that they were asked to come and help. It was unbelievable. People just threw everything in the garbage, jumped on a plane, and started up the state of Israel. And many of them are still living there today. Thanks for getting caught up with me. And don't forget, subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. And don't forget to share this show, okay? If you know somebody who might be interested in Israel affairs, share it. Share it on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever you can share. We want to bring in more people to the Israel Daily News podcast. I'll send you off with a great song. Everyone loves this one. It is called Livchor Nachon. It's a cover by Morty Weinstein, Nicole Raviv, and Idan Tamler, three talented Jewish and Israeli artists. Have a great and productive day. <laughs> לא מבין רמזים אולי, צבעים ואותיות. מבט חטוף אל עצמי ודי, רק לא להסתכל. מה שבפנים כבר בפנים מדי, קוראים לזה הרגל. מתי אלמד לבחור נכון, להאמין? Le 